Welcome to the City Rev Life podcast. My name is Roby. This is Rebecca. And we are kicking off a brand new series with this particular episode that we're pretty excited about. We're very excited about. We're going to talk today about how you can make conflict work for your marriage instead of work against it. Seeing conflict really as a tool Mm -hmm. to help strengthen and deepen your relationship with your marriage, your spouse, and to really let it benefit you rather than cause you so much stress and maybe even anxiety. Yeah. And so through this series, we're going to be talking about conflict in marriage and exactly what uh, you just shared, Rebecca, just how we're going to make it, how can we make it work for and strengthen our, Mm -hmm. our marriage. And uh, to kind of just kick this conversation off, I know that as a pastor, I officiate many weddings. And so I'll always meet with an engaged couple before that wedding happens. And uh, they also go get premarital counseling and meet with uh, with a counselor. And uh, oftentimes, not oftentimes, but every now and then in those meetings, that couple will be telling me about their relationship. Mm. And sometimes I hear something like, oh, we just, you know, we love each other so much. We never fight. And that's kind of a statement that's used to describe how strong their relationship mm. is. Like, see, we have no conflict. Mm. And uh, honestly, I think I would say as a pastor, I think you would agree as a therapist, that uh, that is not necessarily a sign of the strength of a relationship. Right. That actually might be the sign of a weakness in a relationship. There may be some things buried under the surface that are not being exposed. And um, the reality is there is going to be conflict in all relationships. There's going to be conflict in, in marriage. And, um, and it, it's right there in the scripture. I'm thinking about Proverbs 27, uh, verse 17. It talks about iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Yeah. And so how we as humans, how we interact with each other is we, we sharpen each other. And when iron strikes iron, both pieces of iron get sh- gets sharper, but sparks fly. Yep. And so if we do that in the context of friendships, how much more in the context of marriage? And so I think we should anticipate and expect that God is going to use our marriage to sharpen each other. Things in me that God's using Rebecca to sharpen and vice versa, but that's going to then imply conflict. But in the end, that right. makes us stronger. Right. And when I think to, you know, some of this we've learned along the way too. It's not and that still learning. and still learning, right? Yep. It's not, we're not coming from a place of being an expert by any means, but a lot of the biblical principles and even the research that's out there has affirmed what works and what we know to be true. Mm-hmm. And I think about this illustration a lot in marriage, um, both for ours and, and also just encouraging others and, and their relationships is, when you break a bone, like if you break your arm, it gets set in a cast. Of course, you get medical attention and so that it heals correctly and it heals right. But what happens underneath the surface that you can't see is your body is sending to that broken bone everything it can to heal it. It's sending calcium. It's sending all of the nutrients that it needs. There's a, a greater blood flow to that area because it's rushing to heal it. And in the end, while that eventually when that bone is healed, If you were to take an x-ray of it, you would see that the point of brokenness is actually now the strongest part of the bone because it has so much calcium and so much attention given to it that it eventually becomes the strongest part of that particular bone. Yeah, I love that. And I love that the reality that there's brokenness uh, pre-existing already in every one of our lives um, from our life experience, just from from, um, sin in our lives, whatever. 
there's brokenness in our lives and God is using marriage to heal those places mm. and mm. to make us in, in, more like him and in his image. And I, I think the challenge is so often in our culture, conflict is a sign that something's gone wrong right. rather than a sign that something is being healed and fixed. Mm. And, um, and uh, in fact, there's oftentimes, I think we're surprised that there's conflict. And so I think about, I think one of the reasons that we are surprised is our expectations that were set for what good romance looks like. Very and I true. think, I think about the end of almost every fairy tale, like, um, Cinderella, we just recently rewatched Cinderella with, with our kids. Um, it was our oldest daughter's uh, selection. <laughs> yeah. Um, not unsurprisingly, um, <laughs> she picked Cinderella, um, that's often selected and at at the end, the ver- it ends with Cinderella marrying mm-hmm. uh, the prince. And as they're riding away from the mar- wedding ceremony, it says, and they lived happily ever after. So apparently, Cinderella and the prince never had conflict. They were always happy. And so our, it's almost like our expectation is if you have a good relationship then you will always be happy and there will never be conflict. And it's almost like it's set this expectation that conflict is a sign that something has gone wrong. Like conflict is foreign. And so, excuse me, um, like conflict is foreign. And it's almost like that when we do come across conflict, it's almost like then what often couples say is, oh, I think I have fallen out of love mm. because love is a sign that we are, uh, that we are happily ever after. So right. conflict must be a sign that something has gone wrong. Well, no, God has got something in our lives that he wants to, to address and wants to heal. In fact, the gospel itself tells us that mm. there is brokenness in our lives that he is at work um, and, and at work healing. And so to say that I need no conflict is really to say there's nothing broken wow. in my life. Yeah. And the gospel uh, challenges that. And mm-hmm. so I think the challenge and what our series is about is then how can we take the conflict and and reframe that and, and, may, and use it for our good? Right. So it's such a good point that you bring up with our expectations mm-hmm. because the goal is to have a healthy marriage, but that doesn't necessarily look like we never fight anymore. You know, that's mm-hmm. not the end goal. So what does it look like then? Well, to fight well, to make conflict be beneficial for your relationship um, means getting good at it. And I think as an encouragement, if you're listening and maybe you feel like, well, I'm the only one in this relationship wanting or willing to work on it, um, that can feel a little bit defeating or even a little bit lonely in your marriage, especially. So, um, but the encouragement is, is a lot of the skills that we're going to be unpacking in this series is if you employ them as one person in the relationship, it has been proven to make an impact on the overall success of conflict in your relationship. So for example, we recently were looking at some pictures, uh, pre-kids, and we had in our garage a ping pong table, Mm -hmm. which is something that we enjoy doing. We don't anymore. (laughs) Um, It's replaced with lots of other toys chasing kids around bikes and, and, yeah. yeah but um we were looking at those pictures and um roby is a very good ping pong player i am not <laughs> thank you i think that's we've that's never been said out loud and i, I just want to thank you yes, publicly I, I probably should what make some little trophy or something and 
<laughs> just that you it just said okay. it out loud is enough. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, moving right along. Uh, so he taught me a little bit about ping pong and I learned some of his moves and he would serve and I got good at returning a serve. And then occasionally he'd put a little spin on it. And then I try and respond with the same response, mm-hmm. but the ping pong ball would go the, like sideways and it would definitely not go across the table like it was intended and he'd get the point. I'd be like, ah, oh, you did it again. Why do you keep putting that spin move on there? Then so, I realized that that spin was actually not good for my marriage. So I stopped <laughs> using it. Touche. Uh, I'd like to think that now, 10 years later, that we could handle such a conflict in our life, but not sure. Not sure. Maybe not. not. Sure. There are some games that we, <laughs> we don't let ourselves play anyway, exactly. moving along the illustration being, um, what was happening was I got used to responding to how he served in a certain way, but when he added a spin on it, I know I had to change how I responded. It's very similar to the skills that we're talking about with this series. You may be one person and you may be willing to employ some of these strategies and it may feel initially defeating because you're the only person wanting to um, employ some of these strategies, but research shows is if you change a couple things that you're serving with, person is bound to respond differently because they've got to adjust. They've got to realign what they're doing. And so there's hope with knowing if you've got that tool in your tool belt, you may only be one person in the equation that's willing to employ them, but it's shown to have profound impact. I love that, uh, that idea of thinking about conflict in terms of like a, a game of ping pong, because it's like a lot of times in a marriage, it feels like the same game over yeah. and over. Okay. You're serving it this way. So that means I'm going to return it this way, which then you're going to return it this way and back and forth. And it's like the same conflict over and over, but it's such a good point. And I hope that this brings you, brings you hope is that even if you're like, look, I'm listening to this episode and I'm going to walk through this series, but I don't know that my spouse is, I don't know if you're a husband, I don't know my wife is, or that if you're a wife, I don't know that my husband's going to, but I love that point. Take hope. Just you changing your reactions can change the game. Right. And, and it can um, not, not just theoretically, but as you said, research shows that it can, it can change the game. And so um, here are just, let's give you a heads up on some of the things that we are going to be walking through and, and going deeper in through this series. Why don't you share some of those? Yeah. So we're, what we're going to cover um, in this series is we're going to talk about what's going on, even just on a physiological level. Um, in your brain, in your body, when you have conflict. And that may seem not necessary, but it actually um, integrates just our our mind, our body, our soul um, in, in the midst of conflict. And it gives us a lot of information and tools in our tool belt to know how to respond differently. Like we're talking about also just how to fight well, how to do this well. Um, there's so much content about what we fight about, but how to fight well is equally, if not more important. Um, and just tools for both parties involved. Typically, you know, there's the person bringing a frustration or a complaint, and then there's the recipient. Um, and then a lot of times those roles are exchanged multiple times throughout one conversation because now that brings up another person's perspective and then lo and behold you've got a lot of misfires happening so it helps kind of pause some things down slow it down thinking about it from the different perspectives as a listener as a storyteller and how to think about it and strategize your plan for conflict differently so that hopefully it yields uh, more beneficial results 
Yeah, and so as we walk through this, uh, I think uh, those are going to be so helpful. I, uh, I believe, I hope, we pray. You know, just not only how to share what's on your heart, but how to receive it, how to listen, yep. and how to change the game so that it's more productive when it comes to to conflict. And so, I, I think the main takeaway from this first episode is let's change the way we think about conflict. And and it's not a matter of something has gone wrong. It's not a matter of oh, well, I, I'm I'm out. You know, no, this is something that God has designed for us to grow, to grow and look more like him and to bring healing into into our lives and what a privilege as we're growing as one in our marriages to be God's agent for uh, for transformation in each other's lives that God wants to use mm. us in our spouse's life to make us more like him mm. and learning how to just em- embrace that there is going to be conflict and then committing ourselves to know how to to employ the skills to work through conflict well. We teach ourselves all kinds of skills throughout our lifetime, whether it's a hobby, whether it's for it's within a professional realm. We teach ourselves all kinds of skills. There might not be a more important skill that I can think of as far as in our earthly relationships than learning how to do conflict well mm-hmm. in marriage. And so that we, we all want happy, thriving marriages. That's one of the, the core parts of our lives and can be one of the most wonderful gifts from the Lord. And so giving ourselves to, to, uh, to sharpening those skills of moving through conflict while in marriage has huge, huge mm-hmm. payoffs for ourselves for our, and for, for our families, for our kids, for future grandkids, huge, huge payoffs. So here's the starting place. Reframe how we look at, at conflict. It's not that something's gone wrong. It's an opportunity to grow closer together. So hope that you continue in uh, this series with us. In fact, one way that you can do that, that might be easy, you can always subscribe to the podcast Mm. so that every single new episode comes right to you. And so uh, we hope that you join us through this series on managing conflict in marriage. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org slash podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.